it's like I would always make stories before building my brand and I had like my local audience yeah. and like they would always know what to expect from me and I would always I'm just always goofy and funny yeah. on my story and I like truthfully I just don't care like <laughs> I mean I won't it won't go on some huge you know. Welcome back to Young Smart Money with me, your host, Apple Crater. Today, we're sitting down with Austin Sibio. This dude is the CEO of Division, which is a social media marketing agency. So today in this episode, he's also a student actually at ASU. So today we're talking about being a student and an entrepreneur, how to balance these two things in the world of social media marketing. I know this is something that a lot of you guys are interested in. I get messages about social media marketing every single day. And as a lot of you guys know, I used to have an agency myself before I went all in on the podcast. So we're talking a lot about social media marketing going actionable with some tactics, some strategies that you can begin to implement in your own social media marketing agency to start making some serious money. Because again, Austin, he's a college student right now. He's making some significant income through this business in the process of actually starting a second business, which we're going to touch a little bit on. But I can tell you guys that there are some big things in the works from Austin Sibio for sure. So guys, if you're at all interested in social media marketing, building up an Instagram presence, Austin is the man to talk to. So we're going to dive right into this episode with Austin Sibio. I know I was super stoked to sit down with Austin in his home and hear his story. So without further ado, whether you're walking the dog, whether you're driving to work, I want you guys to sit back, relax, plug in, and enjoy this episode of Young Smart Money. Austin, welcome to Young Smart Money. How are you doing today? Apple, it's good to be here, man. Yeah, doing <laughs> good, doing good. Yeah, happy to have you in Arizona. Yeah, sure. it's a pleasure to be here, man. I'm seeing all the cool people, like just just making the rounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was saying, staying busy, chatting it up a little bit before getting exactly, going. Exactly, yeah, staying busy. I love it. <laughs> so, our listeners got to hear a little bit about you and what you're currently doing in the intro to this episode. But for those of them that don't know who you are and what you're currently working on, give us like a 60 to 90 second intro as to where you're at right now. Elevator pitch, man. Yeah. My name is Austin Sibio, born and raised in Scottsdale, Arizona. Um, consider myself a bit of an entrepreneur, but still figuring it out along the way. Um, I do a lot of social media marketing, and I'm actually in route of starting up my second business right now. It's a very time-consumed, but I love every minute of it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, man. Uh, go to ASU. Still got about a semester left, but uh, I don't know if we're going to finish it up yet. <laughs> really? I, I don't know. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm excited to dive into this. So first place I like to start all the interviews at is like your early upbringing. So like middle school, high school years. Yeah. So like flashing back a little ways in time, were you were you somebody who was entrepreneurial at a young age? Were you really into school, sports? What did that look like for you? Absolutely. So like I knew I was an entrepreneur probably around the beginning of high school. Um, my, whole, my whole family, I mean, mom and sister are realtors and they're little hustlers. Um, my dad had his own business as well, so like I got to, I got to see a lot of how um, business worked from early age okay. um, of owning your own business and whatnot. Um, so for me, beginning of high school, huge gamer, loved Xbox, yep, all that stuff. Yep. Um, so like Halo, Call of Duty, Halo, Call of Duty, okay, okay. yeah, of course, um, yeah, it's all all the classics. Um, <laughs> But so I got into creating custom controllers. Oh, uh, sell them on okay. eBay and sell them to friends at, at school and whatnot. So uh, I learned all this on my own. Go to YouTube, just type in how you, how you take these things apart. Go and find <laughs> the kits online, you know, put them all together and then trick them out and sell them. Um, and so that's how I kind of got like started into my own first little like side hustle, not even like a business. Okay. But kept me busy. I was making money in high school and, you know, it was fun. Um, so that's where I kind of, you know, I got a little taste for it. And I was like, you know, I mean... I like keeping myself busy in this yeah. way, learning how I can, you know, make more money um, all by myself. I don't have to rely on someone else for this mm -hmm. income. 
so once I kind of got a grasp of that, that's where I kind of just started going into more things. I'm always thinking of new ideas or ventures I can get into and then implementing like, is this um, a route I should go, mm-hmm. you know, kind of just do some research and I'm like, yeah, let's go after it. Why not? Okay. So that's kind of how I got into it. Um, played, yeah, sports throughout high school, basketball. That was huge. Uh, used to train just like eight hours throughout the day. Like I wow. was time consuming. Yeah. <laughs> Serious. So did you yeah. take that with you into, into college or like basketball? Uh, no, it was too short. Oh, too white, too short. <laughs> <laughs> no, like it was, it was one of those things where, you know, like I, would, I was shooting really high to go play at like some bigger college yeah. and I, I didn't want to go to like a D3 college and whatever. It was, sure. it was like ASU or some big college. So. You know, it was, it was whatever. Had friends okay. go to ASU, so we are just like, yeah, we'll go there. Super interesting. All <laughs> yeah. right, so after your, like, controller little side gig that you were doing, how were you, like, thinking of new ideas for business ventures? You said you're, like, always thinking of stuff. So, like, what were some of the ideas? Where'd you get them from? What did that look like for you? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, really, it's just being exposed to a lot of different things. Like, one of the big things is, like, always just seeing what's going on on social media, too, as it was, I mean, like, growing and getting bigger at that time, like I graduated in 2013 okay. um, from high school. So, I mean, that's I made my Instagram account when I was a junior, sophomore. Okay. Um, so, like, it was, it was starting to get a little bit bigger, but you get exposed to a couple of different things of what people are doing. Um, and so I saw these YouTube channels that were, you know, customizing these controllers and, like, selling them and yeah. making it a real thing. Um, flipping stuff on eBay. It was just, like, just figuring out how I can take one thing and then sell it and buy more and sell more. Okay. Um, so, like... Any any idea really? It just would kind of just come through, just scanning through YouTube and the internet, and um, that wasn't always a thing too. Like when I was telling you about how I had a, a microphone, like a bot, yeah, the Yeti microphone. I wanted to be a rapper. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Really? Okay. So okay. In, in high school, I wanted I wanted to be a rapper, and I'm uh, always in class just writing lyrics and like while we're while we're doing our lecture. Yeah. I'm in my phone typing notes and looking up at the teacher, like making sure I don't get caught. Um, so that was, that was huge. And like, I tried to do that until like freshman year of college and I was like, yeah, whatever. Um, so yeah, I mean, anything that I could kind of do and just learn new skills, I guess I could say is kind of always been my passion. Okay. What's like the draw to like learning for you? Is it just like, like finding something that you can master or like picking something up, like learning enough and then finding something else or like why, why do you think you were drawn to like learn all these different things? Um, I would say seeing it through is definitely a huge accomplishment. Okay. Like, you know, like when you get to see your hard work finally start to pay off, yeah. you feel that reward and it's like you feel good about it and you want, you want more of it too. Um, so I think that's almost like a high in itself, hmm. you know, you yeah. kind of, you get that adrenaline or good feeling that you're just like pumped up when you did something yeah. good. So you want more of it. Um, and so when I kind of get that feeling from something I'm going after, mm-hmm. that's how I know that, you know, I'm not, I'm not veering off from this path or anything like that. Like I got something here that I want to keep learning and keep sharpening the tools on and just finding out. I might think I know everything about it, <laughs> but I don't yet. Cause there's more I can go and learn, you know? Um, so there's no end to it when you when you know you're really passionate about something. That's for sure. For sure. Yeah. So we were talking about high school. Now let's transition into college because that's where you're at right now. Mm-hmm. Um, what was that? Was there a decision for you to go to college? Was that something that you had to think a lot about? Was it kind of just a given? It was like a no-brainer. Because, um, I mean, it's interesting because my dad, he had his business and it was yeah. a whole family thing and he didn't go to college. Okay. Um, and so... 
that kind of just made me think a little bit. I mean, you can, especially in this day and age, get by without going to college. I mean, sure. you just have to have a great idea, execute, and make it happen. Um, but for me, it was kind of like a no-brainer. My sister went to ASU also. Um, so I was like, you know, we're going to go there, go to the business school, WP Carey, um, and just kind of learn. But uh, it's kind of funny because I was getting through it, and it came to accounting. And I had mm. it at 7.30 in the morning. Oh, man. And I hated it. Oh, man. <laughs> I hated every single bit about it. So I went back to my advisor and I was like, how can I still go into business at ASU? But can I just pass this accounting? Like, can I, can I just get around it? Yeah. And she's like, actually, we have entrepreneurship at one of the other campuses on ASU. And I was like, oh, yeah, sign me up. Let's do that. <laughs> so learned a lot of marketing, took a lot of marketing classes, um, media... Uh, a couple media classes and stayed all in the business sphere, um, avoiding that accounting, which I'm for sure going to get back to because it's important. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's kind of like a no brainer to go. Um, hmm. I just wanted to learn. But now as I've learned so much on my own, yeah. I've, I've self-taught myself a ton. Um, it's kind of hard to see myself go back at this point because, yeah. you know, there's, there's a lot going on. I can I see the vision all the way panning out. Hmm. You know, and I don't think it's necessary at this point. Hmm. Now, that's just my take on it. Okay. But um, we'll see. We'll, we'll see if I clear up some space to, okay. to go back and finish it. But um, you're like you're like one semester away right now. Like a semester, semester and a half, yeah. Wow. So, yeah, actually, I just got back from studying abroad. I really? Was, I was in Italy for a little bit. Okay. Um, and I was going there for uh, fashion design and business as well. Really? Yeah. <laughs> What's your major? Um, so my major is sales, marketing, media analysis, and then a minor in fashion and business. Okay, super yeah. cool. Yeah, so dual major and then the concentrations. Wow. Yeah. That's that's super interesting. So it's kind of, I bounce around quite a bit. And I mean, fashion's always been a passion of mine too. Uh, always want to start my own clothing company. Like before I went, this is another business venture I kind of got into. And uh, lesson learned when you're handling <laughs> money with other people. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this one, this one went a little bit bad and it kind of halted the, the clothing line that I was working on. Um, but so I was working on this one before I went to Italy. Um, and then left and went to go study fashion. It was still for business and everything, too. Um, and actually, believe it or not, when I was over there is when I got into the social media marketing. Hmm. Yeah, so that's when I picked that up and then launched my business, The Division. And uh, no looking back since on that, that's for <laughs> sure. Um, and yeah, I mean, that was I learned so much being in Italy and outside of the country and out of my comfort zone than I have in any other experience in my life. Um, I think it's very, very important. You got to put yourself in that position and you'll learn so much about yourself and what you're capable of. Yeah. Um, it's, it's kind of, it's kind of, uh, surreal cause you don't know anybody, you're unfamiliar with everything and then you really start to go on this like survival mode instinct <laughs> and you got to figure it out. Um, so that was, that was huge. Yeah. Absolutely. So yeah. what are some ways that listeners could like start getting themselves outside of their comfort zone without going all the way to Italy? Like talking to like the 16, 17, 18 year old who wants to like start getting a little bit out there doing something a little bit like out of out of their comfort zone like what are the best ways the second you get a feeling of nervousness <laughs> or something you don't you don't you feel kind of maybe timid about yeah. something you want you know like depends on what what age you're talking about or just what situation but That's true. going on like something like a date for the first sure, time you're a little yeah. bit nervous maybe like a cute girl and you're, you're getting worked up about it yeah. just go like mm. just just go it's gonna be fine i promise <laughs> like you're gonna be good just just go and don't think about it too much and then you'll look at the end of it and like laugh that you're getting so worked up about it but either way it's so like any situation i think it's just 
when you when you're thinking about something so much and you think it's probably a good idea to go but you're you're getting a little bit nervous about it that's that's that comfort zone kind of kicking in and like you could stay at home and say no like i just just want to stay in and you know i feel much comfortable here you get outside of that comfort zone you realize you're capable of going to do that now you can go and experience that um situation over and over again which is going to be really good for you you go out and meet people network do all that stuff um so one thing for me too which was huge that kind of changed my whole life was uh throughout high school like i kind of dealt with being a little bit socially timid and like anxiety and stuff like that so like i worked on my social skills huge yeah wake up in the morning tell myself here's what we're gonna go do today we're gonna Mm. go talk to so-and-so you're a confident individual um you're smart you're you're gonna be successful all this stuff just like self-promoting yourself um so that was huge for me. And then I made it a goal um, when I was in college and like a little bit towards the end of high school, but mainly in college because you, you really don't know anybody yeah. when you go there. Um, being the first one to introduce yourself when you go and sit in the class and sit in the row that has like the most people mm. up towards the front and then be the first one to say, hey, my name's Austin. How's it going? Whatever. <laughs> I'm from Arizona. I'm from here. Uh, but just making that first move, yeah. you know, because then you kind of put yourself in a power position of being able to do that. And then, you know, people like that. Exactly. You, get, you get a good response from it. Um, so that's, that's kind of, that's huge for the getting out of your comfort zone. Yeah. For sure. And yeah. it's almost, it's always so much worse in the moment than like afterwards. Like you look back at the stuff that you were like scared to do and you're like, why was I ever scared to do that? Absolutely. It just doesn't make sense. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, totally with you. So like, as far as as far as people that you look up to go, I know both of your parents are like somewhat entrepreneurial. I mean, you said like like a realtor, and like your dad was like starting his own thing. Yeah. So have have they been like role models to you and what you're doing? Have you had any like mentor figures, whether that be in the social media space or the entrepreneur space or really any space? Yeah, um, without a doubt. Yeah, my my mom and my dad are like two people I look up to all the time. Like my mom will send me. Uh, motivational videos all the time and like she's always she's always put the motivation in my head and at the end of the day that's who that's who I'm here to get back and pay her back for everything she's done for me because yeah. she, she's been over backwards doing everything she possibly could raising me and you know I think she did a really good job in it um <laughs> and it's like with my dad I learned a lot of um just like hard knocks stuff that you just don't learn in school and I think that's why at the same time I'm not feeling like I totally need to go back like I was saying like yeah. he didn't go and he had his business and everything um, I've just I've learned so much life experiences that you just don't get taught you have to yeah. go through them to learn them um, so I got a lot of that with my dad and his business and um, kind of shaping how I look at business itself um, so for sure yeah my, my mom and my dad are two people that um, I'll always look up to um, and always can kind of fall back for guidance and advice or getting through <laughs> life. Just just life stuff in general. Yeah. Yeah. That's huge. Yeah. Cause, I mean, for me, my mom, she's a professional public speaker. So as I've been getting more into the public speaking side of things, it's just so cool to like have someone in your corner who you've known your whole life who can really like show you the ropes and like pump you up, give you that motivation, give you that information for like what you need to do next. Absolutely. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. That's funny. We were, actually, we were talking about doing a, yeah, a public speaking class. Really? Soon too. Yeah. Um, forget the name of it but uh, we love that stuff I mean that's like that's another thing of getting outside of your comfort zone no yes. one likes to stand up in front of the class and like talk <laughs> to a whole bunch of people or you know get up in front of a big crowd because yeah. you're like what if I mess up and say something weird or like you know <laughs> but it's just like everybody has to do it at some point like yeah. everybody has done it at some point it was everybody's first time at some point exactly so, I mean just just make it happen and 
you're going to look back, like we were saying, it's going to be <laughs> silly that you're getting worked up about it. So, yeah, I think we're going to do a class like that. Just, you know, keep sharpening the tools and get better at every aspect. So Exactly. Yeah. That's the name of the game. That's yeah. the name of the game. All right, so let's talk more about social media. You said, like, junior, senior year of high school, you were first, like, getting started on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, when did you start taking that seriously? When did you sort of see the potential in social media to, to really grow a real business for yourself? Ooh, that would... That would for sure be, I've started making a business out of it over the past year. Okay. I've always seen potential on it for mm-hmm. sure. I didn't know how though. I okay. didn't know how to make a business out of it. Um, and that's how, that's where that comes in. If, uh, I tell everybody, literally Google is the best textbook you can Oh. Like I think it's, people don't realize <laughs> how much you can teach yourself and find if you're just not, or like, just don't be lazy about yes. it and just go and search what you're looking for, dive into it, and you're going to find a lot and learn and teach yourself so much. So, like, I always knew you can make money in social media. I'm seeing everybody left and right doing it, but I didn't know how. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, I love the whole aspect of it. I want to grow my personal brand because I'm going to have multiple businesses down the line that I can leverage this for, yeah. you know, make money, and it's just... Once I know how to do it, it's going to be cake work. So started just researching it like crazy, and like I was saying, in Italy. Um, and it's funny because I'm, I'm in the most beautiful place in the world, like so unreal. But I'm in my room, like this cave, just <laughs> going crazy with research. Um, so I finally figured it out. So I was diving into that, built my own website, um, figured out how to form my own LLC all by myself and just like doing everything, you know, just all self-taught. Yeah. And um, that's stuff like I wouldn't have learned it the other, any other way. Like mm-hmm. I, I love self-teaching. Um, so yeah, so learning how to make a business out of it was something that's recent for sure. Yeah. Um, and now fully see the potential in it. Like yeah. if you aren't building your own brand, as long as social media is around, which it will be, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you have to if you're getting into business, 100%. Yeah. So talk to the listener now who's like 18, 19 years old, wants to get started building their personal brand. What are some of the first things I got to keep in mind? Some of like the cornerstones of like building an effective personal brand that you've learned over the past like few years, really building yours. Staying true to yourself, 100%. So, I mean, like everybody will always say it, like, just be yourself. Yeah. And I mean, it's true. Um, so like I would always make stories before building my brand and I had like my local audience yeah. and like they would always know what to expect from me and i would always i'm just always goofy and funny yeah. on my story and i like truthfully i just don't care like <laughs> i mean i won't it won't go on some huge you know controversial yeah. thing because now i have a little bit more of an audience to not you know push too many buttons sure. but you know i'm always goofy and funny and like i just i won't really i don't put too much thought into what i put into okay. my stories and stuff so like that's what i do before and i started to carry it over um into my larger following and people still loved it too because like they could tell it was authentic and genuine and like that's just how I am so for someone like trying to get into it I would say seriously just be yourself learn how it works because there is a science to all of it I mean you got to put in some work and figure out how you're going to bring people to your page and you got to kind of find your niche too what what it is that you are like Mm -hmm. what do you what do you want to do what do you want to promote um and like there's there's an audience for every single niche as well. Like yeah. there's people waiting to see what they're interested in. So once you've got that all kind of dialed in, just start hitting it every single day mm. um, and start following in those people and connect with them too. I mean, 
you got to get interactive with your audience because if you just yeah, have yeah. people lingering around and like if they comment on your stuff or you notice someone's been liking over and over and over again just start up with like a simple conversation with them because they're going to stay and have longevity with you and like they're going to be your team you Straight know <laughs> going down the road so i think that's where people lack sometimes is they don't connect with their audience you know yeah. always make it a point to comment back to people and just start up things you know get that real connection going so that's huge for sure learn how it works <laughs> connect with your audience and just be true to yourself 100 yeah. percent. and like with that last point like people forget that there's somebody else on the other side like a lot of times i see a lot of younger people getting wrapped up in the ego of the numbers mm-hmm. and they forget that like each number is a real person that like they could really take some time to build a real relationship with yeah. so i think that's really important and like that sets apart a lot of the people i look up to on social media from a lot of the people that i'm like I mean, you got a million followers, but like, does any of them really care about you? Like, mm-hmm. do any of them have a real connection with you? Do they actually know you? Or yeah, you know, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. So I think that's really important to think about, especially when you're just starting off. Because like, if you only have like a few hundred, a few thousand followers, like you can really connect with them and you can really like build this strong foundation of oh, people yeah. who like really do care about you. They really give a shit. Like they're not just like following you to follow you. They're like following you because they care about you. They want to keep up with you. They mm-hmm. want to know more about you. So I'm, I'm really glad you brought that up. Yeah. Yeah, um, especially too when you're you know when you're in the the smaller and the big scheme of things you know there's people with millions and millions of followers you have um, fifty thousand hundred thousand whatever it is ten thousand twenty thousand like when you have that smaller community that's more so when you should be yes. connecting with everybody because then that's your foundation like you have those people to kind of fall back on and like they're gonna be there for you rooting for you all the way when you have a million it's a little bit harder to connect yeah. with <laughs> a million people so I get how you know. It gets a little harder for you know people of that level, but at the end of the day, um, just always connecting with your audience too is just huge. Straight yeah. up. So yeah. so people, if they know now that they should be connecting with their audience, what are some of the best strategies or tactics to actually get those people in the door in the first place? Like how should a listener start getting their name out there? Like how are they going to start growing that brand so that when they get people in the door, they can make sure to retain them by really connecting with them? What are some of the best ways to get those initial people like seeing your stuff and like hearing your name? For social media, I would say, I mean, depends on like what platform you're using for sure. Besides Instagram. Yeah, Instagram. Um, Honestly, like, so say, yeah, so say you are really passionate about sports, Mm -hmm. you know, and you want to make this whole page dedicated to sports, just like this House of Highlights that got huge, their past sports center and followers. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I think it was House Highlights, not Bleacher Report. But anyways, they started like four years ago and they they passed Sports Center, who is, you know, a massive, massive, massive sports network. So... How, I mean, I'm sure how they did it was they went into the community of sports, you know, go on the explore page, find everybody that's in that relative area. They had, you know, their Instagram name and they were connecting with those people in Mm. that community and just going every single day, just going and just talking and comments back and forth. People like hundreds, hundreds of people like a day. You're just starting up conversations. Like I watched this video with Gary Vee the other day and that's what he would do on Twitter. Like he, he would just have hundreds of conversations a day and they're like wow. who the hell is this guy yeah. and he's like i don't care i'm just gonna <laughs> message as many people as i can because now you're gonna know my name because i'm here every day just talking to yeah. you like a madman you know and that's name recognition right there so i think if you're just getting started um that would be the best way it's just like that's just old school just talking with people and getting your name out there straight sure. up like if you don't if you don't want to put money into like the marketing so you know you can start building up a page or you get a youtube page or our channel um you can put money into your instagram page i mean a lot of it once you do get higher up it costs money to you know keep building it up that's just how it works but 
Um, when you're just starting out, that's that's just how it's going to work. Is You just got to connect with people the good old-fashioned way. <laughs> 100%. And that, that reminds me, actually, there's this kid who I've been talking to a lot. I kind of coached him into starting his first podcast, um, and now he's already landing guests like uh, Sean Mike Kelly of Jersey Champs okay. um, and some other like really heavy hitters. And one thing that he's doing right now, because his name out on Instagram, which I think is really smart, is... Uh, so some people on Instagram, they're getting like these rings around their profile picture because it like makes it look better and makes them look like more active and like looks good with the story ring. Mm-hmm. And what he decided to do was like, he's, he decided to hit up influencers and he's like, hey, I'll make you a, a, a ring for your profile picture if you shout me out really quick. And it's been working extremely well. Like he's, ma- I mean, these things take him like five minutes to make in like yeah. Photoshop or Canva and he just goes out there, makes them for them and then they shout him out in their story and tag him. And he's just getting massive exposure through this for free. Yeah, and that's another way too. Yeah, perfect, perfect example. Um, when you can kind of leverage maybe like a skill or something you can offer yeah. to someone with a larger following. And then, yeah, exchange that shout out. That's, I mean, that's for sure how you're going to get a lot more traffic to your page. Absolutely. So, exactly. yeah, finding a way you can bring value to someone and then make a nice little trade off for it. That's, yeah. yeah, perfect example. 100%. 100%. Yeah. What are some of the best ways for, for our listeners to figure out, like, where they can, can bring some value? Because, like, what if, what if they're out there, they're like, man, I want to provide value to somebody. I want them to shout me out. But, like, I don't know what value I have to even bring to the table. I think that's something you just got to kind of, you know, figure out what you're good at in a sense, too. Um, Because like that, I mean, maybe he has some uh, Canva or Photoshop skills and Mm -hmm. he knows there's something he could whip up like that. And that's just like coming up with a nice idea, too. And that's that's not a bad idea for him. Um, I think that's just you got to kind of figure out where your strong part is, too. I mean, if you have a skill and you think it's transferable to another human, Mm -hmm then put all of your passion into that skill first of all like don't make it half-assed or anything (laughs) if you are putting 110 percent into that skill that you can pass off to someone else then that's value yeah like that's completely value um and people see it too you know you can you can feel when you're getting a valuable service or valuable product um so anything with a lot of energy and passion put into and it's it's a skill that you know is transferable to someone else that's value right there. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think so many people rush into it without like taking the time to actually develop a skill. Like they want to grow their personal brand, but they don't have anything behind it. Like they don't have anything that they're actually doing. They just want to boost their ego, grow their Instagram page, but they don't really have a business behind it. So yeah. I think it's important to like take some time to step back. Like even touching back to Gary Vee for a second, like he spent like 10 years like hustling out at like Wine Library before he even made like any content online. So I think it's important for people to have some perspective of like, yeah, you're 14 years old, but like take some time to like invest in yourself, learn a little bit before you try to like spread a message to people. Yeah, and this is another thing too. Honestly, if you're getting started into business and you are trying to, you know, get your name out there or provide value to someone, do that shit for free to start out. Yes. Because that's the only way I got going. I asked people, I was like, can I please help you with your social (laughs) media and then use you as a testimonial Mm. to go onto my website or whatever and talk to other people about it? And they're like, sure, I mean, I'm getting it for free. I'm growing my page. Yeah, you can use me as a testimonial. And that's how I started to gain people's trust as well. You know, they see it working time and time um, again. Then that's when I could actually start charging for it. People will actually hand over the money for it. And uh, I mean, it's, and then there's value that I provide with it too. Like people see the value. I mean, it's realistically not a tangible product. I mean, you can't physically hold it, but you can see the value it brings, you know, Mm -hmm. growing your page or getting in that awareness and engagement to your social media, people see the value in it and they understand it. So 
I mean, that's what's kind of crazy to me is you, it doesn't even have to be something you can physically hold that still has value. Mm. You know, people will see it when it's passion and something that works. Straight up. Like, yeah. So like people pay thousands of dollars for online courses and all those are just like the information in someone's brain. Like they're just paying that money to get that information or for like coaching, like they're not giving you anything tangible. They're giving you information. Mm -hmm. So it's important to realize like if you have information, if you have knowledge, like people will be willing to pay for that. If again, it's transferable, it can help them where they're at in their business. Um, and, and you really can provide significant value. So that's something really important to, to touch on as well. Yeah, for sure. So let's transition a little bit into more of the social media marketing side of things. We've been talking about personal branding a bit, um, but for the listeners who want to get started in uh, maybe their own agency, maybe some kind of social media marketing for their own business, maybe they have an e-commerce store, like what is the most important thing to think about when you are starting to um, try to get either your name out there, somebody else's name out there, or just like do some some marketing through social media channels? Um. So the most important thing, like on getting started with with the social media yeah. marketing, if someone wanted to do their own agency, um, <clears throat> once again, I mean, it just comes to research. I mean, you gotta have, you gotta, I mean, have some a little bit of money laying around sure. to start. Because I mean, things cost money to get started, but not that much. Like I said, like I taught myself how to build my own first website. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it was. It was all right, but <laughs> it worked, and people were still buying the service from it. And then I upgraded, and then that's where I mean I could trade out my money for time um, and pay someone to build my next website yeah. or whatever. But the thing is, like I got started just by putting in the work. Um, so teach yourself how to build the website um, that doesn't cost that much money to do. Um, yeah, getting the LLC all official. Um, everything you can teach to yourself, and it's it's relatively simple to do. Um, so figuring out i mean if it's something that you actually do want to fully dive into also because i mean there's a lot of people that are trying to do it and that's something that kind of frustrates me in the industry as well is that there's a lot of people that are half-assed kind of doing it people get dms all the time like hey i'll grow your page or whatever and it's it's not good or it's it's fake shit that's going on and that really kind of bugs me because i'm trying to convince you know a client that I am the real deal and I can actually help you out. Um, and it's funny, once you get into the industry, you automatically know which ones aren't yep. legit. So, real recognize real. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, you just got to figure out, if you're going to be committed to it, be committed to it. Absolutely mm. dive into it. Um, costs a little bit of money, but do that little bit of work for free. Get your testimonials, throw them up on your site, start talking about it every single day because people aren't going to know you. Um, like that's like, That goes to one of my favorite quotes. Grant Cardone was... Uh, if I can't see you or I can't hear you, I'm not going to spend my money with you. Mm. So if they can't find you, they can't find you. Then you're not going to make any money. Um, you got to get your name out there. Do the testimonials because that's really going to be your support system starting out. Um, and then just go from there. I mean, you start working with other people like I'll even do it now. Um, I'll still grow pages for free that I know have a lot of potential. But in exchange, they gotta you know help bring in some clients for me as well, and you know it's kind of just works hand in hand. We both benefit, and they're out there kind of helping me get going. So if you find you know some friends that do have a nice following, I would say hey like look, I want to keep increasing your following, but if you could talk to your network and see mm-hmm. if you can bring in some referrals for me, yeah, you know win win situation. So that's another easy way to get started for sure. Just it, like looking within your network is the first step. That's the truth. And then you can go out and fish into the world and go find, you know, the clients from all over the country. Um, 
that's that'd be the first step is looking within your network and asking who do you know that might benefit from my service mm. um, and then go from there definitely yeah so right now are you focusing mostly on Instagram Facebook like what what are you doing most of your stuff on when it comes to social media marketing yeah I mean for sure Instagram is the capital of everything we're doing mm-hmm. um, and then face we do Facebook ads as well I'm gonna dive into the YouTube like I, I met with uh, a girl that's gonna potentially help me with some YouTube stuff so I can get on there like I think that's very very important yeah very important but um, you know it's busy like I'm starting up my second company right now as well and that's where it's going to become very very vital for yeah. sure having the youtube channel um so i think getting to that um is very very important uh i'm not gonna lie i kind of rambled and forgot the question the main question <laughs> no so. sweat so the question was like what are you focusing mostly on like instagram, instagram facebook, facebook. Yeah. yeah so mainly mainly it'd be the instagram um and the facebook ads for sure yeah okay. um, they go hand in hand um another thing i like to tell a lot of people too is you know when you're doing the Facebook ads and you have Instagram, a lot of businesses, uh, Instagram's like your storefront. That's where you have to be very on your A game with posting and getting all your stuff out there and be very professional about sure. it. Because when I hear of a new company or a new business, the first thing I do is I go to Instagram yeah. and look them up like yeah. it's a Google search legit? to see yeah. if they're legit. Um, so that's it's kind of funny. I was kind of replaced that and you go, that's where you go first thing. So it's kind of like Facebook, you know, brings in some traffic to your Instagram page and they go hand in hand if that's what, you know, they want to end up ultimately doing. But so that's, that's what we mainly focus on. Yeah. For sure. So are you in a certain niche or are you kind of just working with people that you see that you can add value to? Adding value to anyone. Yeah. So small businesses and personal brands. Okay. Yeah. Um, and there's endless amounts too. Um, so, I mean, a lot of, a lot of majority is personal brands too, because people do see, that there is uh, a lot of potential in building up your brand, but you have to reinforce that, you know, you gotta, you gotta have an idea. You gotta have a reasoning behind it. Like why, why are we doing this? You know, like why, what's the ultimate goal we're going to get out of doing this. And then once you kind of put that in place, that's when the personal brand becomes huge for them. So a lot of it is personal branding and then yeah, mom and pop shops, small businesses, they can always utilize it. A lot of them don't know how to, that's, that's why. Um, so yeah, that's anywhere, you know, I don't stick to just one niche, you know, only this type of business or health or beauty mm-hmm. or fitness like it's all over the place yeah for sure so earlier you said that you like when you see a business that you know you can add value to or you know that you could like benefit then that's when you reach out so what are the metrics that you're like looking for with like a personal brand or like a mom and pop shop that shows you that there's potential for you to come in and really add value to their business through social media marketing um can kind of tell you know there's some pages that they kind of struggle with their engagement a little bit there I usually I usually focus on people under ten thousand followers okay. because I know that's kind of a spot that's they're getting started out and they've done mm-hmm. maybe a good job gaining up to say like six thousand followers or something. And I say, you know what, let's take you to the next level and make you the person within your respected area that has this social proof and yeah. legit business, you know, like let's take you to that next level. Um and like, you know, at ten thousand you get the swipe up feature and mm-hmm. all that stuff. So it's like that's kind of the breaking point of, you know, to where you can start building on further so i look for a lot of people that they're in that kind of beginning stage or they got it figured out just a little bit but now they're kind of plateauing Mm -hmm. um so that's that's huge and you can always tell content will always speak for itself (laughs) you can always tell when it's kind of they need some help or they've got it figured out and maybe they are doing good with six thousand followers and making some business just because i mean it still is possible yeah um 
but you can you can tell after you start to look at tons and tons of businesses you'll just start to get a feel for the ones that could probably use the help okay yeah so when it comes to to working with a, a client what are some of the first things that you do or like set in place to help them build that like solid foundation so when you come in with a client for the first time like are you are you focusing on content first you're focusing on getting their numbers up first like what is what is like the first thing you got to do when you come in there with a new client First thing I ask is I want to know about your business. Mm. I want to know how I can become your best friend in this and know, understand your business because that's ultimately the only way I'm going to bring you the best results that I can. Yeah. So I ask them like, what's your goal? Um, what is you know what's your business and what is what's been your objective you know this entire time where it is to you know create more sales or you're just trying to get your word out about you know something. Sure. Um, so that always be the first thing I ask, and then next it is mainly generating um, awareness to them through engagement. Okay. So like I was saying for you, if you don't have the money to put into something like this, that's when you're going out on your own and you have to interact with a lot of people in the yeah. real world and kind of bring in that engagement. For us, that's exactly what we do and we just amplify that shit. Yeah. <laughs> so we do it while they get to run their business and focus on the things that they need to yeah. and then we handle all the stuff in the background um, that's going to keep funneling in a lot of traffic to their page. So the next step, yeah, is bringing in, bringing up those numbers, bringing in traffic and just putting what they're promoting, their business, their product in as many eyes as we can, um, hmm. in front of as many eyes as we can. Yeah. For sure. So walk us through like your, your workflow now between like you finding a client to you, like locking them in as a client. So how are you first finding people? Are you just like searching through Instagram, like going uh, to like Google, like how do you find that client? Um, what does the process look like of acquiring that client um, and then locking that in? Yeah, so first things first, yeah, you search within your network and you ask, who do you know mm -hmm. that could benefit from my service? That's number one, because that's gonna be the easiest. You shoot like um, DMs to people or? Yeah, DMs and like, I'm someone that like I do like to go out and get active and kind of just be around, you know, be around this whole community, like I love that's one of the reasons I love being in Scottsdale. Yeah. It's, it's like a, a whole community yeah. out in that Straight little up. wild section over there. So um, I love getting out and I'll, I'll shake hands. And I I mean, I'll land clients when I go out to like events and stuff too. Just literally by word of mouth and referral just because I met so-and-so, talked about what I mm. did. Maybe I wasn't selling them at the moment, but they just helped me sell. You know, yeah. I wasn't selling A, but now I just sold B because yeah. I met A and shook yeah. their hands. So um, networking just... First things first is just so important, just getting out there. Um, and then DMs too. Um, you know, you got to structure that a certain way because, yeah. like I said, people get DMs all the time from <laughs> these type of companies. And you got to, you know, make sure you're just legit when you're you're sliding in the DMs and <laughs> telling them what your business is and how you can help. So that goes back to providing value and standing out from the rest. So DMs, I mean, you just got to send them out like crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and then, I mean, you'll get people that are interested. Get them on a phone call, um, set up an appointment with them, and then just lock them in. Um, I think that's just to where if you are getting into this business, you can't be afraid, you can't be afraid to do that. Yeah. Like, you got to, you know, you got to be confident in talking to the person from Chicago if you're over in California or whatever it is. I mean, people are people at the end of the day. You just got to remind them why your service is valuable. So, you know, you lock in the yeah, phone appointments, uh, generating email lists, that's huge. Um, so you can just be annoying that because <laughs> you're going to, you know, that's how, that's how anybody does it um, 
you know, you just got to funnel in people from every, every situation that you can. Hmm. Um, so throughout the whole day, I make sure that's, that's what I'm doing. Okay. I'm, I'm talking about what it is I do and I'm making connections with people, whatever it is. You know, if I go down the street to go get a coffee, I'm going to strike up at least a pretty solid conversation or conversation with the person. Um, so we can maybe go back on that hmm. and then find out a little bit more if they do have a business that they're starting up, you know, and kind of create that connection with them. And then there you go. There's another client. That's yeah. the best way. Face-to-face networking, is, it's just the best. That's it's the, the truth. Yeah, because people like to put a face behind a business also. You know, they like to see it's a real human that's, yeah. that their money's going to. So that's the best way. Yeah, it really is. Totally, totally agree. Yeah. So as far as like... DMs go and like standing out when you are DMing people. Do you have any tips that our listeners can start to implement for like if they want to stand out from all those spam messages that people are getting from people being like, I'll grow your account? Um, for standing out, I would say it's really you just got to grab their attention. So if you have to be annoying and just like <laughs> you like their pictures and stuff, send some comments, you know, and regardless, you're gonna see. You can see if they opened up your DM. Yeah. It'll say seen. So if you're doing that a whole bunch and you're not even getting a reply back, obviously you got to change up something. But at least you're getting an open rate on your DM. Yeah. So you know at least your strategy is working to get them to open up your DM. Now from here, you just got to kind of fine-tune your strategy. I think people are different because everybody has their own personality. I talk yeah. my certain way. Yeah. You know, everybody talks their certain way. So you got to kind of find out where you know, your sweet spot is when you're approaching people. Mm-hmm. And that's just going to be trial and error. You just got to keep sending them out and just try just different, different, different messages. Um, and whether it is to, once you do get those testimonials, throw it out there too. Yeah. Cause I mean, there's no, um, there's no wrong in doing that. I mean, like all the evidence is right there, you know, at that point. So I would just say you got to do trial and error with it. That's the only way I learned. Yeah. Um, and then once you see what's starting to work, attack it like crazy <laughs> that's where you fine-tune what's working and then you kind of just start to connect the dots around it and you know make it into the masterpiece that you're going mm. for yeah that's fair so like once you you dm them you set up a time to get on the phone mm-hmm. um what does that first phone meeting look like is that like the one meeting where you like learn about their business and close them are there multiple meetings on the phone or what's your what's your general workflow there? I should I'd go to close I'm right oh, on, yeah? the, on the phone call. Yeah. Um, if I can tell that you know they're a little hesitant, I'll tell them I'll send them a follow up email, mm-hmm. and then we'll, we'll you know we'll hop on the phone again and talk about it. But of, of course, like the first thing I do is I I say you know, of course I'm I'm happy that I have you on the phone because I genuinely am. Um, tell me more about your business. Like where can I help or where do you see my service? adding value to what you're yeah. doing um and then that from there i can tell them exactly where i'm gonna excel and bring the value um but yeah i'll always try to close on on the first phone call you know it's better than making two or three <laughs> but um definitely i mean they're usually pretty short too you okay. know because you mean you'll warm them up to you if it's email or dm you're already com- conversing back and forth um so i mean they already have a general idea about your business what it is you do um, then at the end of the day, you just got to assure them that they're in good hands and then you're confident in what you're telling them. And then you have to go through and nail what it is that you're selling them. You know, you can't, you can't go on this whole thing and then not deliver. So yeah. 
you have to make sure you're going to deliver on what you're telling people. Yeah, and that's yeah. that's why working for free is so good as well because it makes you prove yourself because, like, if you don't have the chops to back it up, like, you're not going to get good testimonials and those people are never going to, like, try to bring you on as, as a paid consultant. So, like, mm-hmm. that's that's why I really like working for free because it forces you to, like, prove yourself to yeah. the market. Yeah, exactly, and that's one of the things, too, is, I mean, you can say, you know, like, I'll do whatever for free or, you know, I'll, I'll help build your business for free. If it is successful, that's when we'll talk about money. Yeah. If not, you know what? It's on me. Yeah. And then you walk away. But that's the only way you're going to prove yourself, too. And then you have to. You, you exactly. have to make sure that you, you see it through. So when you're getting started out, that's just that's just what you got to do. Because <laughs> <laughs> nobody's going to put trust in a new business that they don't know. And they don't have a friend to back up or they don't have any testimonials to back up. Nothing. You're going to have to do that. Straight yeah. up. Yeah. So do you ever do cold outreach, like cold calls or like like going up to businesses like door knocking? Or is it mostly just like you're reaching out on Instagram is the main thing? Um, yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll definitely do a lot of cold cold emails, cold calls too. Um, a lot of a lot of cold emails too. Okay. Um, and that's where you can set up the, the appointment. And that's to where... We'll get an extensive, you know, list of emails that fit our criteria of where they could use that help, and that's kind of falling in the under ten thousand, yeah. the follower range, and we just kind of get a really good general idea of who needs some help. So we'll generate our whole email list, you know, send out all these emails. We'll do follow up emails and can see, you know, if they're they've been opened and they're interested. So then we'll come back to the ones that show that they might be interested, and then maybe give them a call too and then just try to try to land that phone call because a phone call is the best way that's yeah that's that's how you can it's putting the voice it's like i said like the face behind the brand also the voice behind the brand too people just they just want that so if you can get them on the phone and then be confident right when you get on the yeah. phone with them and then you're you're gonna succeed for sure you got any tips for phone sales for our younger listeners who who don't maybe have so much experience like talking to people on the phone in like a business setting um I would say, I mean, you gotta you gotta practice whether that's you know by yourself or you're calling up maybe some local places around that may have seen your face quite a bit. Yeah. Just maybe start with them so you feel a little bit more comfortable getting into it. Um, but too, I mean, just go on go on YouTube and there's cold call <laughs> sessions with people. I mean, one of the guys I like to listen to all the time and watch his stuff is Grant Cardone. Yeah. He's a walking salesman. I mean, just watch the watch the videos and how how people carry themselves and they have the confidence in their persona and they they don't think they're gonna get, lose going into the situation yeah. even if they don't know jack shit, <laughs> <laughs> but they're they're approaching it like they do. Yeah. Um, so I think that's just teaching yourself the skills and then just kind of mimic it like you you got a role to be an actor or something. You know, you're in the next movie coming out, fit that role and figure out how to be the best actor in it and then it'll suddenly become your skill that's 100 percent. i mean that confidence is just huge too yeah. like i mean guys like grant cardone they're just like going into any situation with like a ridiculous amount of confidence Unreal. Like, yeah. Unreal. like he just believes he can do anything so yeah. like other people are going to believe that he can do anything because like that's just the way he carries himself yeah 100 yeah. percent uh well you've been dropping a lot of value so far austin i'm super appreciative for that i've got some questions though that i like to ask all of my guests before we do wrap up the show so you feeling ready for those yeah of course let's all right do it. let's do it the first thing i'm curious about is uh what is something that genuinely has you excited right now i know you mentioned that you're launching another business pretty quick here um but like what's what's something that genuinely has you fired up <sighs> waking up in the morning if i can be <laughs> real because you don't get that you know and not a lot of people do get that so when i get to wake up and have a new day that means I have a whole new day to go out and do some shit and figure yeah. out what it is I'm going to go do. 
So that, I mean, that gets me happy. You know, I'm someone that's really spiritual in that way. So, you know, hmm. I get another day, let's go make something happen. You know, I would rather do that than just lay around and just, you know, not try to go <laughs> figure out something or go learn something because it's just realistically just wasting up space. Like, you know, there's yeah. people that are trying to make things happen, you know, improve a lot of things and make a difference in the world, whatever it is you're doing. So, if you can just get out there and be active, have another day, that's what makes me happy, for sure. I'm about it, man. Like, literally every day I, like, jump out of bed and I'm like, I'm so ready to get yeah. after it. Because, like, there's just so much to do and, like, so many, like, people to meet like yourself, man. It's just, it's it's a wonderful, it's a wonderful life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It really is. I love it, dude. So, Austin, do you have any habits that have served you particularly well, either in your business or your lifestyle that you do on a regular basis? Habits? Yeah. Um, one of the things that's huge for me is... I like to, uh, I'm not huge into like, I won't journal down stuff or I have like, you know, a notebook or anything, but I have yeah. whiteboards like all in my mm, room. So I'm yep. always writing down yep. stuff. And that's one of the biggest things for my next day is I say, how my, like how many of these lines can I erase tomorrow? Then mm. I will write them down, you know, the night before. Yeah. I'll say, okay, these are objectives for tomorrow and I better wipe that thing clean so I can fill it up with more stuff too. Okay. So I mean, I always have whiteboards, you know, filled up and it's always my thoughts and I'll have... You know, business here, business here, and then side idea here, and it's just kind of, you know, it's my own little world there. Well, so that's a habit, definitely. Um, and to I always make sure I make some time for myself. Yeah. I think that's really important, you know, when you're working like crazy throughout the day, you need to decompress and, you know, kind of just relax. I mean, we have a little sport court thing back here. I'll mm. go and just shoot some hoops for a little yeah. bit and just kind of, you know relax for a little bit, take some me time, and then get right back to it. Mm. Um, so, I mean, nothing, nothing super crazy on habits, but make sure things just get done throughout the day. So, I'll set that, um, that routine up first thing, you know, yeah. with the whiteboards. That's huge to me. Yeah, and I mean, the night before is so big, too, because, like, if you wake up and you have no idea what you're going to be doing that day, you could easily spend, like, 30 minutes, an hour just thinking about, like, well, I could do this, I could do that, I could do mm -hmm. the other thing. So, I think, and that's that's what I do as well, like, the night before, I sit down and fill out my entire calendar of, like, all the stuff that I'm going to be doing the next day, yeah. because I don't want to wake up and be like, oh, what should I do now? Like, yeah. I want to have that, like, locked in, so I know exactly what I'm going to be doing. Yeah, exactly. And then, too, I mean, just, like, for me... I think physical activity is huge. That kind of gets yeah. your brain going. So in the mornings, that's when I like to get the workouts done and just get active. Because then after the rest of the day, like you're awake, you're energized, and you're just ready to go. And then you start to spur more ideas and actions in your brain too. For sure. So I think a little bit of physical activity definitely helps. That's another habit. Yeah. That's the truth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so are you are you consuming, I know you mentioned Grant Cardone, Gary Vaynerchuk, but like are you consuming any content on a regular basis, whether that be like books, audiobooks, podcasts, YouTube channels? Yeah. Podcasts are huge for me. So that's why I was super excited to hop on this with you. <laughs> um, I'm always listening to some of my top three Grant Cardone, yep. uh, Ed Milette, yep. and Andy Frisella. Nice. Yeah, I love those guys. Andy's one of my favorites, too, because he just keeps it real. Yeah. And that's just how I kind of go about life, too, is, you know, you're just going to be real with everybody, point blank, period, and just how, that's how it is. So those guys are huge. I always, you know, always listening to them. Um, I'll try to read when I can, too. I think that's pretty, that's like kind of taking that me time also. And, I mean, if I have to admit, I'm kind of victim to, like, the phone buzzing or yeah. like, checking, you know, stuff. So I try to avoid that, but when I sit down to read, then I'm like, I, I, I start thinking about business stuff too. So I try that, but podcasts are huge for me. Podcasts and YouTube, yeah. 
for Absolutely. sure. Absolutely. Yeah. So one thing that I'm also super curious about as well, Austin, is things that, that, that my guests do that aren't scaled. So what I'm talking about here is like every single day I'll go on Instagram and I'll look at like my new followers for the last 24 hours and I'll pick like five to 10 people randomly to just send like a quick uh, video message to just being like, hey, what's up? Thank you so much for the follow. I really appreciate it. Let me know if there's anything I can do to add value to what you're doing. Have a wonderful day. So yeah. super simple like that. I'll be sure to like say their name in it too so they know it's personalized. Um, and that's not something that I bring one of my VAs on to do to just like send to all my followers every single day because I want it to be personal and to really like start a one-on-one -on -one conversation. So is there anything for you that comes to mind that you do that isn't something that you choose to scale up and you keep it like pretty personal like one-on-one? -on -one? Um, so like with my followers and everything like that? Yeah, with, like, with anything yeah. in your businesses, yeah. Um, I think it is, I mean, yeah, like reaching out like in that way. I think it's very important for you because, I mean, you have, you have listeners that you're always, you know, trying to get. Yeah. So you're always connecting with your audience for your listeners and getting them to tune in and stuff. And I think it's really important that you brought up mentioning people's names. Is huge. Yeah. You know I mean, people like to, you know, be recognized. I mean, that's just natural. Yeah. You know, it's not like you're doing anything like. No. Short uh, it's just yeah. being, you know, being a genuine person, and, you know. So people like that. So that's huge. Um, for me, too, it's like, I mean, it just goes down to commenting back and forth with people and just making that connection yeah, yeah i mean i'll dm one of my favorites is I'll always reply to stories too because mm. um, i'm always watching those and that's how you can start up great conversations with people yeah. you just kind of leapfrog <laughs> off of what they have going on and then you just kind of put your thoughts and you know yeah. just say something funny maybe or you start up a whole conversation that way and then you have a whole dm conversation yeah. you know going and you make that connection too that's a really super easy way to connect with people is you kind of just see what's going on in their lives then you put your own input what's going on in their life Hundred percent. Yeah, and they like to see. They see that you're showing attention and caring. You yeah. Know? So yeah. Yeah, people always people always enjoy that. Yeah. So Austin, again, thank you so much for your time, man. I really do appreciate it. Um, where can our listeners go if they want to follow up with you, learn more about you, and uh, what you're up to right now? Yeah. So I mean, definitely tune in. I got some. You know, my story is always funny and different. So <laughs> tune in to uh, at Austin Sibio A U S T I N S I B B I O. Um, I mean, I'm always updating stuff there. My company name. Is the division at the division with an E, not with an I, D E V I S I O N. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's where you can find everything about me, what's going on. And stay tuned because, yes, I do have the second business coming and it's actually going to be really, really cool and a game changer. <laughs> like, I'm not bullshitting. Like, it's really, really cool. So, that's where you can find me. Um, I'd love for you guys to come tune in, check out what's going on. Appreciate you for having me. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'll be sure to link up all those in the show notes as well. We might have to touch base, have a second episode once that second business starts. Yes, sir. Um, but Austin, <laughs> do you have any last like closing thoughts, words of wisdom, or anything you want to end the show with here today? I would say if you're doing something, do not stop. If you're going to try to do something, just keep going and trust yourself. Trust the process, like they say, because you will see it through, but you can't give up if it's your goal and your dream. You just got to do it. You got to keep going through it. Um, you know, it's just it's just really important that you don't lose faith in yourself. Mm. You know, you all, at the end of the day, who do you have other than yourself? So always trust your gut, your instinct, and just keep pushing through. Wake up with energy <laughs> and go after it. That's the truth. Austin, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate you choosing to spend it here on Young Smart Money. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to this episode of Young Smart Money. If you want to support the show, you can do so in three different ways. You can subscribe, you can leave me five, and you can share this episode with a friend. To subscribe, all you got to do is click the subscribe button on Apple Podcasts. To leave me five, 
All you got to do is scroll all the way down to the bottom of the podcast page for Young Smart Money and click on the Write a Review button. And to share with a friend, all you got to do is screenshot yourself listening to this episode, post on your Instagram story, tag me, and I'll be sure to repost it in my Instagram story as well. I love giving you guys some attention who are listening to the show. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you in the next one.